Hi guys, welcome to episode 13 from Two on the Tackle. Today's episode, i got my mate Matty C, he joins me, I give him a call. We talk a few things about footy, we talk about Manly, talk about the NRL promo, and just a few predictions of um, a few of the teams for this year. Hope you guys enjoy. Roll the intro. Peace. Matty Chambers, good to have you on the show, mate. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Thanks for, thanks for having me. No, no. Pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Anyway, uh, it's been a long while. We've had a big off-season, long off-season. I don't know about big. Um, but how have you been anyway? Yeah, good, mate. It's been, uh, it's been too long. Too, too long. Footy. Yeah. Be good to get uh, another, another weekend and then uh, we're back into it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Just a little freshen up. You know, we had a, had the, the final trials over the weekend. Uh, nice sort of tune up, just a bit of a rest, and then we'll be ready, uh, raring to go for round one. But um, you know, while most of us are ready to go for round one, you've actually got one on the way. Expecting third number three. Yeah, man, number three in about three weeks' time. So three weeks all. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, good excuse there. Nice, and um, I take it they'll be supporting. Would it be, would it be the back-to-back premiers or? No, okay. Supporting uh, the mighty, mighty Manly Seagulls, buddy. Oh, good on them. Good on them, anyway. Um, well, we might as well we might as well kick off with the Manly Ringer Seagulls. Uh, they got beat by the Sharks. Was it at Nestretta, Nestretta Oval or something? Cronulla Sharks. They'll be they'll be um, sharing Cogger Oval with St George this year while they revamp Shark Park or whatever they're doing at Shark Park, but. Manly, Manly, Manly. They're your team. They're, they're, that's who you support. Uh, what are your thoughts on them in the 2020 season? Um, look, I think it'll be it'll be a good year. It won't start. You know, there's a lot of people come out and said, you know, that they're their team to probably change the chooks, but I don't know if they're quite there yet, to be honest. I don't think they have the, the depth in the spine yet. I think it's, it's far too young. Uh, obviously got the forward back, um, yeah. which still, um, I think they're going to be a slow start. I think people are going to be shocked when they're probably one from about five, I reckon, personally. Um, You're starting to sound like me, Matty. You're starting to sound like <laughs> me, a pessimist. Like to downplay your chances. Uh, well, when everyone's starting to talk a lot, we don't really like that, to be honest. They like their backs against the wall over the, over the other side of the spit. That's it, and uh, yeah, you know, there's a few injuries. Um, Neil Blake, uh, Jake's out. Then you've got, you know, you've got a new hooker there, whoever that may end up being. Um, Turbo will be a couple of weeks, I think, to lead yeah. back. So, you know, there's, it's gonna take, it's gonna take a little bit. It's not gonna, it's not gonna click straight up. I don't think. Yeah. Well, offensively, can, a, things might not click, but last year. What they really showed was steel and defence. It's it, yeah. It's the it's the formula Desi has a like to go by. It's yep. tried and tested. It's very very successful and almost got played them into a preliminary. Oh, not a preliminary. Fi- oh yeah, preliminary final. They almost made themselves into a preliminary final last year, but South Sydney too good in the end in that game, which was a classic of a game. That wasn't it? We remember talking about that last year. Was a classic. Yeah. Now you mentioned there's a new hooker. Uh, was that Danny Levi? Is that is that who you think will get this first start at number nine? Uh, 
mate, it's a, it's a tough one. It's sort of like they say who partners DC, what happens there. Yeah. I don't know whether he probably will get the start at, at nine and, and Cust will be on at the 14, but I don't know. I've never been the biggest fan of Levi. He's a natural hooker, but, you know, well, um, I'd like to see a little bit more out of him. So maybe, you know, if, if he's been doing the right things at training, well, does he knows what he's doing, let's give him the first go. But, um, yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to see how... Yeah. How they all work, you know, the half spark pairing and, and the nine. So um, he's got a, he's got a good four pack in front of him too. Yeah. Once they all come back, so he should be able to play off the back of that a little bit too. Would you say it's the uh, best forward pack in the comp? Uh, it'd be in the top three. Top three. I yeah. Okay, top so three. who who else is in the top three? Um. The Chooks have got a pretty pretty nice pack. Um, yeah. You've got the, the Dragons as well, but I don't know. What about the what Cowboys? The Batches, yeah, they've, they're actually, they're not too bad. Um, you've got Melbourne, as usual. Um, uh, who else have you got? Uh, the Broncos have got a bad pack. Canberra got a good pack. Canberra got a good pack, yeah. yeah. Um, their depth might get tested a little bit this year, I don't know. Who, Canberra's? Went, Bateman and everything else still out, so it'll be interesting to see how their bench goes. Yep. But they've got that uh, Horsburgh, my fan of, so... Horsburgh. Yeah, he goes with a bit more game time. But, um, yeah, um, mate, there are some good backs running around, though, you know. Yeah, there are. Got, well, uh, you got Penrith. If, if Martin Tapao has, has the year that he... Uh, if he can repeat last year, I think that, that, that'll put them in the in contention with... Winning, uh, winning the title. I think so, and like you said last week, you know, if, if they can get in the same position and they've got Turbo on the field, and you know, DC is there, well, you got Jake playing still. They're, they're every chance, you know, to make that grand final. So yeah, it's got to stay fit, like like most teams, I suppose. Exactly, you just need your cattle on the park, don't you? And you know, if yeah. only you know in uh, Madden how you can turn injuries off in FIFA, turn injuries <laughs> off. If, if only coaches had that ability to just injuries off, you know, salary cap managers, turn it off. CEOs, general managers, just turn it off. There'd be a lot, oh, uh, they'd get a lot more sleep anyway. First brown paper bag around, mate. That'd be getting every, not every, uh, you know, two out of four. It'd be the, four out of four. The brown, the, brown, the brown paper bags don't turn the injuries on or off, mate. No salary cap, though. You don't have to worry about it, you know what I mean? You said turn the salary cap off. <laughs> oh, righto, righto. Another hater over here. Well, you did mention that 5-8 position. Um, yep. So last year, Dylan Walker played a large portion of the season there. And yep. it actually uh, highlighted how effective Brad Parker is in the centres and how strong he is in the centres. So the question that you probably need to answer on that point is, Who's a better Who's a better player? Do you rather Brad Parker at six? Would you rather a Cade Custard six? No, sorry, a Brad Parker in the centres, or a Cade Custard six, or or Dylan Walker? Is he Is he best at six? You know, because Walker I'd say would be starting for Manly, but who would you give first crack in the starting side for Manly? Um, look, it's going to be hard just to say which how the back line's actually shaping up with injuries, but look, I'd probably... It, it's a tough one because I just don't know who's going to play nine. 
I think nine is going to influence a little bit. Like if you've got, um, you know, if, if you've got Levi playing nine, you might want a little bit more creativity at five eight. Yep. So whether you then lean, do you put Walker back to centre and you, you put Cuss there and, and you know and have DC in a combo there, or do you do you want a bit more of a dummy half? I I don't know. I really don't know how they're going to shape up like most teams. You know, there's there's a lot of possibilities out there with what everyone's going to do. Yeah. Um, but in saying that about Dylan Walker, a little, it's similar to John Sutton in a way where his running game is very dynamic and. Yep. And you do need to take care of the running game first. But if you only worry about him running the ball, he can still make you pay. I think he showed that in the semi-final against South last year. He can still make you pay with his ball play. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. He, he, he did come on the last year with his ball yeah, playing. Yeah, he is a run-first 5-8, though. But um, it doesn't mean that he can't, he can't expose you if, you don't, if, you're not on, if you're not covering all aspects of him. Yeah, and you've also got... Um Croker uh, coming back from an ACL, who I think played 5-8 last week in the trial. I could be wrong. Yeah, I liked him. Um, I liked him last year. He's a very, um, he's a cool, consistent player. I don't think he adds as much flair. Yeah. But, um, but DC has a bit of flair in him. DC. Yeah. DC has plenty of flair in him. Yeah, they're a good combo. Um, but, yeah, once again, I think he's... I'd just like to see a place in nine and then, you know, maybe we can we can talk in a couple of weeks. And well, who's the winger? Who's your wingers? Jorge Tafua? Uh, Ruben. Ruben. Oh, Ruben Garrick, yeah. Garrick. Correct. Well, there's wingers picked themselves. He was good last year as well. He came links about. He started the season as a replacement, but by the end of the season, he was a, a mainstay on the wing there for Manly. Didn't, um, and then, yeah, George Tafua, he's just one of the, you know, tried and tested wingers of the of this generation. So he's obviously going to be there. And when they get Turbo back, he'll go to fullback. Now, I think he's the best in the game. Um, I'm not sure who they're going to play at fullback. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they might have had a, a Luke Metcalf. Did he play fullback on the weekend? I don't think he got... Did You didn't watch it, did you? I didn't see the game. Yeah, I didn't see the game either. But I saw that Metcalf in the nines. He looked yeah, exciting. He got some Yeah. Um, also, another person that they, they're talking about that could play the nine is that Zach Docker-Clay. So, you know, they've got a few options yeah. there at nine. I think they do need yeah. to go with Danny Levi to start and cast off the bench with Walker at six. Yeah. I think that's probably what they should do and that's probably what they're going to do. I'm not sure what they're going to do, but that's how I'd go. Just to start yeah. the season and if things work out, don't work out with Levi, they've got Cust there, they've got Croker there. Um, and if only that guy didn't go to church with a knife. Anyway, that's another story. I wish he was yeah. back because I like him. I think everyone loves him. He was a very good yeah. football player and it's disappointing to, to hear why he's not able to play. Prediction for Manly this year. And, oi, if you low ball, I'll, call you, I'll start calling you me. <laughs> no, I've, oh, look, I've, I've come to the end a bit of a top eight and I've, I've got him sitting around fifth. Fifth. So a very similar year to, to the year that they just had. Yeah, yeah fair um, enough. So I, I think they might just miss the four, um, but you know we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. He I'm likes them. He likes them going under the radar, old Dizzy. So he won't. He won't mind that prediction there from you. But uh, yeah, I think they similar to South. They might just make the eight. They might make the eight, but uh, the, the they'll turn it on come come September. Yeah, well, as long as they, I don't want. Yeah, you know, as long as they a little bit higher than six and seven, as you know, what's that stat you always? 
Come with it outside the four. Outside the four, yeah. So. No one's done it. But maybe this may, no one went back to back in, NRL, in the NRL either. So, yeah, well, that's true. You know, that's been conquered. So things can be conquered. Um, I'll move on to the next one, the NRL promo. A little bit of controversy, but just just your quick thought of it when you first watched it. What do you think? Uh, oh, I haven't seen it, mate. A bit of a busy weekend. I uh, heard a bit about it today, though. Oh, um, yeah. Heard some stories about how they're going to pull back a little bit from a few things. Oh, so, it's outrageous. Um, I, I don't understand how yeah. a guy wearing a flag is so offensive. Why? Why it pisses people off so much? But that's okay. That's all right. It does. It gets people. But that's okay. They, they all have their opinion, don't they? Yeah, uh, it's an interesting one. What, what do you think? What, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I loved it. I didn't even know. I didn't. I didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. You know, brought back a few tingles. It, it's sort of like reminiscing of the back in the day when rugby league was probably the number one sport in the country when that song was out. There was, it was a great promo. We've probably referred, we've, we've, we compare every promo um, and, and, and NRL song or promotional song to that It's ever since it's been in. And they got it back and it was good. It gave us tingles. Was, and they just showed highlights of football matches throughout the whole thing. And then yep. I, I honestly didn't even think it was an issue that this guy who's proud to be Aboriginal, was trying to divide the country by having a flag dressed draped over his back. I never thought it was an issue. But anyway, yeah. some people find it offensive somehow. But, you know, that, that's up to them if that's what they want to think. Um, and I, I just hope they just go continue on. I can't understand there was so much noise about it. I didn't know it was so... would roll, ruffle so many feathers. It honestly... Didn't even notice it. But um, on on a positive note, like I said, there was clips. They showed clips from previous seasons, like just old clips of, I think there was a footage of there of um, Scotty Sattler doing that tackle, um, yep. footage of Alfie Langer, Thick, I don't know, I can't remember. But it, that's what, it, they showed footage of, of all eras, of all generations, pretty much since 1993, 94, was it when she came out here and she sang that song? Yeah, it would have been 90, Early 90s, so 92. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Somewhere around that. Well, one of those times, we're only a young one, but we still remember it somehow because that's the lasting impression it had on us as a game, as well as a game. Um, but we, we might as well stick with Latron Mitchell. Latron Mitchell's left the roost. He's gone to South Sydney. He said he wants to play fullback. Uh, do you have any thoughts on him playing fullback? Um. I think he'll start the season at fullback. I can't see him finishing the season at fullback unless he improves a, a little bit. He, yeah. he did. He come through the Roosters twenties. Well, did he play fullback or five eight? I think he played fullback. I think he played fullback. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, he works on a few things. I saw a few highlights from the, the Charity Shield. They highlighted a few things, but um, you know. Uh, yeah. He's got to just get used to it at the back. He's going to get peppered, and if he, you know, if he, it's going to test him the first few rounds. If he can handle it, he'll he'll probably end up holding his spot. But you know, with with Alex Johnson, um, he's, a, he's a lot safer. He doesn't add as much. But if they're going to pepper someone, I suppose you might rather him under the high ball. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know, it's interesting. How was his kick returns when he wasn't under the high ball? Average. You know, just to. Nothing, nothing to, um, well, maybe it's credit to the way that uh, the Dragons sort of kick chase, but it, it, it wasn't anything to be too worried about. Yeah. It's, it's more the fitness thing that I think about him, and, and it's not his, like, there's definitely a lot to learn coming from 
you know, even reserve grade to first grade at fullback. Definitely, you know. Yeah. I'm sure that's something that's going to happen over time. But the, the biggest question mark over whether he can play at fullback isn't the skill set or whether he's capable. It's the whether he has the the engine to be able to do it yeah. for 80 minutes for 30 weeks, essentially. Because they're not going to play to play second. They're not playing to just make the finals. They're there to win the comp and... And, you know, you add a player like Latrell Mitchell into a team that made the preliminary final last year, you'd, you'd, you'd be hoping that they they um, are contending for the grand final again. Yeah. So he's going to... Yeah. It's his yeah, fitness that, that I'm most worried about. And and the thing is, you know, I like Dan Gagai. Um, a lot of people think Alex Johnson's, you know, decent at fullback, but he's just... He really lacks in certain areas... But he doesn't have that X factor that that uh, Latrell Mitchell has, and and so for me, I just don't understand why why he has to defend at fullback. Oh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say that. Why doesn't why doesn't he just chime in? You know, when they're running out of attacking sets. Why doesn't he just play on the wing? Or why does the centre have to be parked up one side of the field? Why can't when they yeah, go into the attacking zone of the football field, one of the guys goes into two like defends or attacks? Two in where he normally defend, attacks, and he can just pop up wherever the hell he likes. You think Nathan Blacklock stayed on the sideline the entire time? He's on a wing. He scored the most tries anyone's ever seen. Well, maybe not true, but you know what I mean. He scored heaps. He was always the top of the try scorers this at the end of the season. Nathan Merritt, he yeah. went looking for the ball. So I don't understand why they, you know, but they can avoid. They can avoid. What's the difficult part that they think that he can't really? do too well at the beginning of the season and by the back end of the season once he's got the K's in the legs then he can play the full game at fullback but I think it I just think you you sort of um, the Roosters are right in the sense that they knew that that they knew that they liked him as a centre because they were able to try and get the most out of him whereas I know it sounds silly but when you give him more responsibility it means he has to do more it means the effectiveness of when he needs to chime in might not have as much punch. Yeah, and, you know, you didn't have such a bad fullback, you know, running around there anyway. Pretty yeah. hard to bump him out. Correct, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But in saying that, when we when we went down a 5'8 or a half, Mitchell went to 5'8. But when we yep. went down a, a fullback, when they rested Tedesco, or when Tedesco missed a few games, they went Joey Manu at fullback. Joey Manu, yeah. You know what I mean? So he wasn't even the second choice fullback at the club. And he was asking to supersede the best in a comp. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if he was asking to supersede it. He was just asking to be paid it. Because really... You think that comes down to their thoughts on his, you know, work ethic? Yeah. You know, his fitness well, as well, but his general work ethic. Well, he's not going to play in any team that James Tedesco is in fullback before James Tedesco. There's not a. There's only one person in the game that can do that, and even still, he's that good at doing other positions. You just leave Tedesco at fullback, and That's and, right. and you know who that is. It's Turbo. He's the only one yeah. that could you could think about it, and even still, you don't need it because he'll go and do his job anyway. Mm. So, I, I I truly find it difficult to believe for him to say I want to play fullback, while the best fullback is in the same team. I think it was more about wanting to get paid. He may have said that's what he wanted to, but what are they going to do? Yeah, okay, we're going to get, we're going to swap you, who was our best centre, for the best fullback. I just, I just, 
I don't think that like sits in people's brains, man. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you would yeah. never do that. Like if you're in a at a workplace and you have you do your job very well and there was someone else doing their job better than you, better than anyone in the world and you said I want their job. Well you'd just be stupid. You could say I want their money, but you're not gonna get their job. They're better than you at it. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, anyway. I love him. I miss him. I, I wish he didn't leave, but he has left. And I wish him all the best. I really do. I don't know he's at South. And maybe because we don't really play South as... We play South just as often as we play any other team. But I, was, I really like them, eh? I started to like them. Should I not say that too loud? The bunnies? Yeah. I, I like Cam Murray. I like Adam Reynolds. Even though I thought that... Um, Cam Murray should have been the captain. It's more because of how much I love Cam Murray. Doesn't mean I don't think I like... I've always liked Adam Reynolds. He was the first South player that I liked. And now Latrell's there. I love Wayne Bennett. Damian Cook yeah. plays so well for New South Wales. You know, like I'm starting to get a soft spot for them. But don't say that too late. I had a soft spot for him a couple of years ago around today. Yeah, but I still hate on them. <laughs> I just like their players. You fucking like okay. the team. Just like Manly. Just like Manly, eh, mate? No, I like Manly. I like Manly. I do like Manly. But I just like the South players, and I want the players to do well. I don't care if they fucking get beat by us in a semi-final. That'll be fucking the doozy. But, you know, I just like their players. They've got, they've got good players. And what do you, do you think they're going to have a better year than last year? Yeah, I do. You do? Mm. I, think I, do. They're, I think they're a forward short. Yes, there's low. There's low. Who was that? Um, that um, Kalamatani you were saying? Yeah, and there was another another guy. Um, oh, what was his name? Um, uh, I think he actually got injured. He might have done. done oh, Jaden Sewer. Sorry. Jaden Sewer. No, it wasn't him. Um, trying to think of his name. I don't come to me. No, you're right. They are a forward short. They are a forward short. They are a forward yeah. short. You're right, actually. Because Jaden Sewell isn't proven yet. He's a decent player, but he's no Fafita. He's yeah, no... Just a, just a leader. Just another forward leader. Yeah, yeah. Um, or David Fafita I was talking about as well. But, see, because that Cam Murray, I feel as though he, when he plays through the middle, he doesn't play the full 80. So, you yeah. actually, you still get them. You, he maxes out when he's on the field. He's like Tal Malolo in a way, where he's very explosive to start the game. He has that break, and when he comes back, his footwork's too fast. And when he comes back, because he's not playing the 80, he's able to still maintain the rage. I call it maintaining the rage. And so he comes back, he's actually better the second time he comes back because his footwork's too fast still for everyone, and everyone's gotten a little bit. They all, a lot of people, a lot of the times, their second stint's still decent, but it's not as good as the first stint. Whereas Talmalolos and Murray, it's like their, it's their first stint. You know what I mean? Like even when Hargraves comes back, he's not as good as those guys in the second. Like his first stint might be, you know, I don't know. I'm just pulling these numbers out. A nine and a half out of ten, or an eight and a half out of ten, and then when he comes back, it might be an eight or a seven and a half. Whereas yeah. Tom Malolo's eight, eight to nine and a half out of ten first stint, eight to nine and a half yeah. out of ten second stint. It doesn't drop. Yeah. And same with Murray. His footwork. Yeah, but so when they put him on the edge, one, he's 
he's playing against faster, faster, you know, uh, more agile players. So that footwork isn't doesn't have as much effect. It's not as you know the gap between him and the other guys isn't as big as when he's playing up against the middles, and because he's he's out there for the full eighty, it doesn't have the sting at the back end of the game. Yeah. Well, he oh, he could prove me wrong, but usually that's what happens when you play for eighty. You you sort of you can make you can play the game, but you don't have that same sting as you did at the beginning of the game. But he could prove me wrong. That's the thing about Cam Murray. He's he's really changed the way the games play. He's a small man in the middle. Him and Victor Radley, like, Trebojevic is a big guy. Although he's a bigger body, he plays like a small man. Whereas Victor Radley and Cam Murray, they play against the big boys, but they play as a small body. So they're yeah. similar in a way. What do you reckon about that? Um, yeah, I, I, I sort of agree. I sort of agree. Um, I, I think Jake still tries to play like, play, you know, play with the bigger bodies as well um, yeah. but definitely see where you're coming from with Cam Murray and Radley you know, they're definitely they're there for life up the middle of the field and, and you know playing well above their weight and, and and using you know as you said using their footwork and you know getting those tired bodies and that's where I think they as you said their second stints especially Cam Murray it's just you know they've, they've got that gear they're you know they're, they're a little bit lighter a bit quicker on their feet and they're just you know Hit, the, hit those inside shoulders, hit those little gaps and just exploit, you know, exploit those lazy forwards. Yeah, and Tight. his play the balls, Murray's play the balls are fucking hectic. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's just, yeah. He's just got that engine too, doesn't he? That yeah. motor that just keeps going. Righto, well, before we finish, I've got a few teams here, I've written them down and uh, I just want to get um, just your prediction for them this season. All right, first one, I'm going to go with the, the Broncos. Prediction. Um, bottom eight. So, miss the eight. Okay. Miss the eight. Yeah, any reason for that? Uh, look, I just... Look, they could prove me wrong. Uh, like you sort of said in your podcast uh, last week, but I just can't see them. There's just too many good sides out there. I just don't think they're going to be up there this year. I just don't think yeah. they could compete. Fair enough. The Bulldogs. Um, I've got them in a very similar spot to the to the Bronx. Um, I think they're just lacking uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of strike in the forward pack. So they've got um, uh, what's his name? He played well in the All Stars game. Uh, Corey Hodowitanara. Yeah, Nora. yeah. Uh, I think he'll have a big year. Yeah. Um, and their backs, you know, they've got a decent backline. Uh, maybe a little bit more in the halves. Bit more creativity, but I think they'll miss the eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Titans. Yeah, I think they'll be just below the, who we just talked about. Those two teams. I don't think they'll run last. Um, I think they'll they'll get a few more wins than last year, and probably just miss miss last spot. Yeah, beauty. All right, who's going to get the spoon? Um. Can I? Uh, Look, I've, I've I've got the Warriors there, but I've got a bit of a surprise in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got the Sharks possibly getting it. Sharks, Some people all right. Might laugh at me, but I just think I don't know. They'll um. They you just think they're shit. Paper, you just think they're shit. Yeah, just, I just I just want to see if T Bones listening as well. You know? <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Right, and who's going to win the minor premiership? 
the minor premiership. Um, can I give you two? Yep. I'm going to get Melbourne or Para. Melbourne or Para. Okay. No worries. We'll have to keep an eye on those four teams and see how they perform. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Melbourne, obviously, it's because they're just tried and tested. I, that's my, I want to find a better word than tried and tested or a better phrase than tried and tested. But they're ju- you just know what you're going to get with them. With Parramatta, yeah. if they perform to their potential, uh, they could definitely win the comp. But that's the whole point of sport, isn't it? Is being able... to get the teams to perform to their potential. Anyway, yeah. I think we're going to have to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for you, um, talking Thank to me tonight. Uh, one more week to go. Six more sleeps or seven more sleeps and then the, the footy's back. The footy's back, yeah. Anyway, all the best. I'll chat to you over the weekend. And um, yeah, thanks again. Have a good night. You too, mate. Peace. We'll, Take uh, it easy. Talk soon. Cheers. Yeah,